Riding through this world All alone God takes your soul You're on your own The crow flies straight A perfect line On the devil's back Until you die Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Crossroads Podcast. It's your boy, the man of a thousand gimmicks, the dustiest man in the game, the diamond in the rough. However, on this show, I like to go by my shoot name, and that is David John Malkowich. So, first and foremost, you're listening to this. It is now February 14th. From myself and all of us here at the Fourth Wall Pop Network, we would love to wish you all a happy Valentine's Day, sending all of our love to you and all of your loved ones. So, if you guys remember two weeks ago for my last episode, I just did a short uh, mental health check-in, reason being kind of had a lot on my plate, kind of was a little overwhelmed, But I still wanted to at least give you guys something, considering this is a podcast that tries to focus on mental health and the daily stressors, etc., etc. Obviously, I try to switch up each episode to focus on a different component of said mental health. And um, even when you're overwhelmed and are struggling to get by with your daily tasks. I made mention that even though I was breaking down the task into more manageable ones, in the same respect, it still was overwhelming. Still wanted to at least put something out, but I'm glad to say that I'm back with a uh, relatively sound mind. Um, Still struggling, though. Uh, the biggest struggle going on probably right now is just the amount of time that I dedicate to work and then obviously being a caretaker for my 68 year old father with Alzheimer's on top of the fact of, um, being in a relationship with my girlfriend and her 10 year old son when I'm not working at the restaurant proper, I still, if you want to call it, look at it the way I look at it, I have two other jobs. And um, obviously, uh, you know, I I personally need the time and uh, effort on myself so I I could, you know, regenerate, I could, uh, like, you know, renew, etc, etc. But working five days a week, and then when I'm not at the job, I'm doing things for my dad, helping out my girlfriend with her son, etc., etc., I basically have multiple full-time jobs. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not thankful for it. I'm very thankful to have my dad in my life still. Obviously, uh, for those of you who know, I mentioned it on this podcast and others. I lost my mom 
11 years ago. Um, 10 years ago, I'm sorry. Um, still having my dad around is great. And then this is actually the first Valentine's Day I've had in ages where I'm in a relationship. So I'm very thankful to have my girlfriend and her son in my life. Obviously, every day is a challenge, but we make do. I love her. I'm very excited to be with her. And we have our trip to Puerto Rico in two months to look forward to. Um, but external to that, the, I would say my biggest struggle right now is with money. Now, obviously, working in a restaurant, um, the hourly pay isn't that high because I'm a tipped worker. So having my bills as regimented as they are, and unfortunately, they never stop coming, um, I kind of have the general idea of what I have to make. And then you go through a shift, either A, you get tipped less or not well at all from a table. Um, not going to lie, at first, I was really taking it personally. I was taking it personally because I'm thinking to myself, like, if there was something wrong, I would have loved to know so I could have made it better, so I could have improved their time with me. Um, unfortunately, one thing you learn being in the restaurant industry, in the service industry, whether it be bartender, server, bottle service at the club, etc., etc., is the fact that you're going to deal with difficult people. Nine out of ten times, it's nothing that you do. Some people just don't tip well. And even before I worked in the industry, external to when I was a bartender, I, I, I was always taught to tip well. I always tip over 20%. My reason for that, regardless of whether the servant is good or bad, is because I know... And I was taught that this is the server's livelihood. This is where they make their money. Because 9 out of 10 times, my bi-weekly paycheck, I'm seeing net zero. I'm seeing net zero because what my pay would have been is basically the money that's going right out towards paying for taxes, paying for social security, etc., etc. So... I literally, straight up, make all my money through tips. And, you know, there are good days, there are bad days. Um, in the Super Bowl, I was expecting it to be better. I worked uh, maybe about seven and a half, eight hours. I made less than $100. I mean, yeah, it, it is what it is, but I mean, did I feel that I deserved more? Yeah, absolutely. Do I take it personally these days? No, because if I take every low tip or no tip or everything like that personally, I'm, I'm, I'm going to drive myself insane. I'm going to absolutely drive myself insane. So, you know, you take the good days with the bad um, thankfully I have two more shifts this week. Um, I'm one of, uh, the only full-time servers at, uh, this restaurant. 
So, you know, I, I get good shifts and I get good sections and everything. And I'm very thankful for that. And my managers have put a lot of trust in me with um, the tables I get, with my side work, with, you know, just across the board. I'm very thankful. And mind you, I'm coming off from before the pandemic having worked in a dog grooming store where I was being paid hourly and on tip. Then I was working with a solar company as an appointment setter. Then I was working with food truck fabrication. All the meanwhile being, you know, with the unemployment. So, I mean, the fact that I have a job right now, I'm very thankful for. Because there's still a lot of people that don't have a job. Um, now, if you ask me when I was going to college, did I think this is what I was going to be doing? Absolutely not. Unfortunately, the map you have for yourself, it doesn't always work out like that. It could be because of you. It could be because of external factors to you. But it, things don't always go as planned. And I am a walking, I am a walking proof of that. However... A lot of people actually ask me if I have any regrets, and obviously I have regrets, but and obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, and I could take back all the mistakes that I made, whether it be the substance abuse issues I had, or the bridges I burned with some friends, the focus when I was in school I paid on my social life, and my fraternity. Um, however, I feel that a lot of the person I am today, now I don't consider myself like this special, like I don't think I'm special at all. I'm just me. And I'm very happy to just be me. But I feel that all of these things that I work through have me, turned me into the man I am today. And I'm very thankful for the man that I am today. I'm thankful to know what I know now. I'm thankful to have the support that I have now, whether it be from my family, friends, my girlfriend, and the real friends. Because a lot of times we think that we're so close with these people when we're in high school, in college, and then... The, fir the first time you need something, it's all, it's like they drop you like it's nobody's business. It happens to the best of us. It happens to the worst of us. And I'm not saying it's their fault, my fault. It, it, it happens. Some, sometimes without rhyme or reason. But I'm very thankful for the knowledge that I possess now. And the obstacles I've overcome. Because they, they turn me into what I believe is a good person. Am I always a good person? No. Do I have my shortcomings? Yes. I'm not going to lie. I'm not perfect. Neither are you. And we shouldn't strive to be. I, I, I've always had a very difficult time with the word perfect. I think it is an impossible. 
an impossible goal to strive for akin to chasing the dragon. What I mean by that is that no matter how close you ever feel that you are to perfect, it's just out of reach. You never catch the dragon. You don't. You never catch the dragon. South Park made a funny episode about that with Guitar Hero and likened it to uh, substance abuse issues. I actually did find that funny, and I still find that uh, very episode to be funny. Obviously, I will never be one to make jokes about substance abuse issues, but I believe perfection is something impossible to strive for. However, the way I look at the word perfect It's kind of corny, but it's to see imperfection in another as perfect or within the self to accept our shortcomings and be proud of being where you are. And obviously, we're not always proud to be where we are. We always want we always want to better ourselves. If you're not trying to better yourself every day, then then there's something wrong with you. Um, but I'm I don't intend that to be judgmental. I apologize if that sounded judgmental. Kind of hearing it back in my head, that that kind of came out aggressive. But moving back to the light, to what the topic started off it was uh money and when I like don't get good tips at working and all that it's hard it's hard because then you know I know that following week the credit card bills do the following week the car insurance payments do the girls the bunnies uh insurances do my health insurances do that I can't even use because it has a six thousand dollar deductible I'm sorry who in their right mind can really pay a $6,000 deductible? I'm sorry. I think that's absolutely impossible. But apparently, it's the cheapest that I qualify for. How? I don't know. Make it make sense. It, it, it It's garbage. It's absolute garbage. It's trash. Muff cabbage. <sighs> so, so it, it's hard. And then, obviously, another thing that I try and do with the time that I am external to work is catch up on my sleep obviously as a server I'm not getting home at any early hour and then by the time I get home I'm still trying to wind down nine out of ten times I'll also still be having dinner and then you know you're unable to fall asleep right after dinner unless you have that little bit too much that puts you in the food coma so usually in a given closing shift I'll get home between 12.45 and 1 o'clock. I'm not going to sleep till between 3.30 and 4. And that's not for a lack of trying. That's just because that's my body. That's my... That's, that's me just winding down. 
And in the same respect, I'm still trying to preserve a relatively regimented sleep schedule. Thankfully, with the uh, steps I get in at my job, I don't really have to uh, go to the gym. I'm at a, I'm at a very uh, good weight, at least in my opinion, a very good weight right now. Um, but, you know, it, it's tough. It's tough, and like, if I it I I find it hilarious that when we're young, the only thing we want to do is grow up so we can you know do what we want, get that tattoo, have that drink or that cigarette or whatever, and then now you're older, and you're able to do all that, and it's just like, fuck, I w- I wish I was young again and I didn't have to worry about all these issues. I could literally write a novel of just like things I have to worry about. Then all the meanwhile, trying to get your credit in order, trying to figure out the next step when I'm getting my own place. Where am I going to move? What can me and my girlfriend afford? How is it going to work out with her son? Or planning for that trip? Because when I go to Puerto Rico, we're going for five days. I'm going to have to take off from work an additional two. One before, one after. Because I'm going to have to get the rabbits boarded. Have to get the rabbits boarded because at 68 years old, my dad has, the only experience he has with rabbits is the experience since I've moved into this house. And I I can't put that responsibility on him when he obviously has his dog to worry about and himself to worry about. So I'm going to have to board the girls. And I'm going to have to do the same thing in July when I'm in Europe. And I know I mentioned money before. Now, this trip for Europe was paid for in January of 2020. And obviously it got postponed due to COVID. Then it got postponed to 21. Then 2021 it got postponed to COVID. And now it's looking pretty good that it's going to happen. However, I don't know. Because guess what, guys? We're still in a fucking pandemic. We're still in a fucking pandemic. And it's really getting to the point where it's looking like we're never going to be truly, you know, out of the woods. But we're going to, I guess, live with it. I don't know if, like, it's going to become this type of an annual thing like a flu vaccine. I don't know. I've always said I'm not going to try and make the pandemic political or my personal views visible. I I got vaccinated solely for the fact that my girlfriend's immunocompromised and I live with my dad who's 68 and has Alzheimer's. And that's it. I'm I'm not going to fault you if you don't get it. I'm I'm not going to tsk tsk shake my finger like no. We all have our own personal reasons but in the same respect like if I hear you say something stupid I'm gonna call you out on saying something stupid there's no there's no two ways about it if we're looking at the same grass you tell me it's blue unless you're goddamn colorblind you damn well that better have a good reason for that because if you ain't colorblind, then you, I don't even think there's a colorblindness that will make you see green as blue. But 
that's beside the point. Now, another thing where the money plays into is we all need our breaks. So, you know, you put in a request off from work for a friend's birthday. Or last week, put all, I put on a request off so I was able to go to the AEW show in Atlantic City with uh, good brothers and fellow network uh, compeers, John Grill of Getting Grilled and Doc Haas, Pop Culture Collective and Pop Shorts, Pop Sports Shorts. It was a great show. The show was at the Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City, which I did not realize until we arrived at Atlantic City that it was the same place where uh, WrestleMania was. Pretty cool tidbit. But, um, you know, so that, that was some money. And obviously, when you're there, you're going to get drinks. I got some merchandise. So, like, you know, it, it, these things aren't free. Now, obviously, if I'm struggling with money, I know some people will be like, well, maybe you should, shouldn't do that. Well, yeah, I, I, I understand where you're coming from with that. But in the same respect, I don't have many friends back here. In uh, external to work, I'm with usually with my girlfriend or the few nights that we're not together, I'm helping take care of my dad. And it's, it's a way that I'm able to see, to see some of my friends. Some of these, uh, not even just friends, I consider them family. And, uh, you know, sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need that escape. Um, because at the end of the day, like, you know, some people quantify how their life is going by the things they own. I actually try and do it by the memories I make. In my lifetime, I've been able to go to a lot of concerts, a lot of music festivals, a lot of sports events. Thus far, I've attended four WrestleManias. Was going to attend WrestleMania again this year, being that it's in Dallas. However, that is a week and a half before me and my girlfriend and her son's um, Puerto Rico trip. And last thing I want to do is potentially ruin that. By going to a uh, mass scale event like a WrestleMania and cause it to affect the trip that I have with my girlfriend, with her son. You know, you have to make sacrifices, but I, I count myself very blessed with the experiences that I have. And continue to have and hope to continue to have. Um, then obviously, you know, when I know I have one of these requests off coming in, you know, you can bet your ass I'm going to work 50 times harder trying to make that money when I'm serving at, uh, serving at the restaurant. And so, you know, it, it's hard. It's hard because, especially with the fact that I can get so many things done 
and then still see like the mountain of things that still have to get done and then it's almost like when you average everything out it's almost as if you're like staying stagnant that's why like a lot of my coworkers always like try and get on my case like you know you're always moving around like slow down like like no when I'm working like I'm working like I'm I'm busting my ass like you know when I'm not taking care of my shit I'm helping taking care of other people's shit or dealing with unruly customers or this or that or the other it's always something but thankfully I like I said I have a very good group that I work with I'm very close with a lot and thankful for a lot of the people I work with um I have good managers and also one of the biggest advantages is it's actually since I worked at another restaurant in this area before I went to college the closest job I've had since I was 16 years old so this is the closest job I've had to me in half my life all my jobs in Long Island were 30 to 45 minutes away from me each way and that's without traffic you factor in traffic it's it's awful it's absolutely awful <sighs> so we're winding down on the show um I'm thinking the next episode's probably going to be one of the harder ones because I'm I'm not just going to like, you know, tiptoe. I'm going to go like full dive into my history with substance abuse. I know I've talked about it in segments here and there, but I'm talking about like down to the nitty gritty. Like, it's a story I want to share, and it's a story that I've discussed briefly, sections of it, but I, 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 I want it all out there. The reason being, substance abuse is still a very, very huge, huge struggle in not even this country. But this world, especially with uh, the fentanyl and uh, carafentanyl crisis that we have, and actually not even being able to count on my two hands the number of people that I've lost, whether it be to overdoses or to health issues that have come out from substance abuse. And some have, I've actually lost people to homicide um, involved with it. And I've always believed that if anything I say here even helps one person, who knows what that is, but it's if it's even able to help one person, then I've succeeded. If I it, like, if I could leave, 
to help that one person, it's a success. And I feel that the only way I can truly put myself out there is to not censor or not like, you know, edit for TV for content, so to speak. So, yeah. You could expect that episode in two weeks. Um, maybe I'll even do a, uh, a video. I don't know. But let's get into our, uh, our closing. So, first and foremost, we now have the subscribe option back to our channel. It's two ninety nine, and with subscription, you will get exclusive content from us, from the network, and any amount of money. Uh, all money that we get from subscriptions goes right back into the network, whether it be merchandise, equipment, etc., hosting. So, if you like it, if you want to check out the subscription button, um, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Facebook, David Malkowich, M-A-L-K. I-E-W-I-C-H as I always say if you're going to follow me on Facebook please drop me a message reason being I do have my uh, profile on private and I have a lot of people in a request purgatory because like I've been stalked like in my life etc etc so let me know it's you. Let me know that, you know, you're following me from the show. I'll add you. I try and uh, not only catalog my life, but my life with the rabbits. My existence. <laughs> if you want to follow me on Instagram, OZTEP08. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I-N-D-I-E underscore D-U-S-T-Y-D-A-V-E. If you want to follow the podcast, you can follow the podcast on Instagram and on Twitter at T-H-E-K-R-O-S-S-R-H-O-D-E-S. And if you like animal content if you'd like to see more pictures of drew bunnymore my five-year-old new zealand white or juniper bunny my four-year-old white dwarf oto you can follow them at d-r-e-w dot a-n-d dot j-u-n-i-p-e-r dot c-h R-O-N-I-C-L-E-S. And you can find all episodes of The Crossroad, past and present. On the Fourth Wall Pop Network, 
You can follow the Fourth Wall Pop Network at F O U R T H W A L L P O P. So until next time, take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves and the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Take care of yourself in all of the senses. And remember, first things first, hashtag make it pop. Hashtag pop is life. And last but not least, one of my favorite, the hashtag for this show. Hashtag TikTok. Do the work. Take care of yourselves. I'll see you next time.